Yerucha, Lashon Hara in Business, Week 2, Part 1. The Shari Tshuva in Ois Reish Chav Aleph says, You should know that when it comes to ideas uh, between a, personal, a person and his friend, interpersonal relationships, Kimoi, for example, Gezel, Oishek, stealing, uh, withholding wages, Vinezek, Vitzar, damages, Pain, ubaishas, embarrassing another, vainas dvarim, or painting another. In other words, if you saw how Ruvain pained Shimon, stole from Shimon, damaged Shimon, etc., you're allowed to tell people about it. Even a single individual could say it. To help the person that got hurt, to help the victim. And also to stand up for the truth. So the Rabbi Yoyne here, in essence, is uh, uh, talking about two different types of toelas, two different types of benefits for which it's permitted to say it, even though theoretically it's Lashon Hara. It's called Lashon Hara le Te'eles, and the Te'eles can be the either direct Te'eles, to help the victim, to help the person get his money back, or to protect himself from future damages, which would be direct to Ellis, or Likani Lemis, which is indirect to Ellis, such as to stick up for the truth so that people don't learn from these bad ways and people shouldn't continue doing this kind of a thing. The proof to this is that look at what the Torah says. We know the Torah says that a single witness should testify in Bezin for uh, claims of money. To be mechayev the other party yashvua. Obviously, it's a single witness, so the Torah obviously is not concerned about lashon hara. So similarly, a person could go and tell a victim so that he could be able to get his money back. He should, when possible, go ahead and give the person teichacha first. If teichacha will work, so instead of running to say, instead of telling the victim about it or others about it, first go give Moser if that will work. In order to, he should try to avoid the Lashon Har if possible. So this is what the Shari Tshuva tells us, which is written by the Rabbi Yaina, and this is the primary source of the Chafetz Chaim that we find that there's such a heter, this uh, permission to say Lashon Hara when it's for the purpose of Te'alas. Now let's take a look at the next Ma'ar Mokim, which is where the Chafetz Chaim in his Sefer talks about the halachas of saying Lashon Hara Le'Te'alas. Let's look where uh, it's in Hilchas Yisr Echilos, Klal Tes, Be'er Ma'im Chaim Aleph, by paragraph Tevamasa V'Oid Raya. So Chafetz Chaim says V'Oid Raya B'Rua Mi'ashbam Another proof to this concept that a person is allowed to say Lashon Hara Le'Te'eles is from a Rajbam in Bava Basra. If you look over there, the Rajbam says, There's no Isra of Lashon Hara to say such a thing. It's even a mitzvah to say it. To tell about, to say that the person is a Gazlan. If you see... One person is sitting on somebody else's karka. There's a, a land owned by one person. And another person is sitting there and eating up the pay race. So you're allowed to tell the owner that somebody else is using his karka. 
somebody else is stealing the use of his character. So the Ashbam himself spells out, even though it's seemingly it's like Lashon Hara or Rechilus, for the purpose of Te'elis, he's allowed to say it in order that the owner should be careful to hold on to his star. The way it works with Cheskas Kimoshonim, the way it works with Karka, is that there's a halacha called Cheskas Kimoshonim. If somebody sits on the karka, if a person uses the karka for three years straight consecutively without anyone saying a boo, without anyone uh, demonstrating and uh, without anyone claiming that the person stole from them, without anyone making a macho, the one that sat there for three years could claim that he bought it and he'll and, and he'll win in bez. He'll be able to say, "I once bought it. I once had a star, and I threw out my star after three years. I figured there's no need to hold on to my star anymore." So if, let's say, the person here is Taka Aganiv, or seemingly Aganiv, so then the halach is, is that whoever sees him eating should go and tell the owner. So, ah, it's Rechilus. No, this is not Rechilus, because there's Te'eles. So this is a source that it's mutter to say, Lashon Hara Le'Te'eles. Kedei Shehizah HaMachsi V'Shtev Afla Atzmoi Hiti Rashbam, Lo'imah the Rashbam permits telling it even to the victim himself. Since his main intention is not to embarrass him, rather it's to help the owner prevent himself from future damages, that the owner should hold on to his star, he's not considered saying rechilus. Not only is it not an Aveira, it's also a mitzvah, in fact. So too, by our topic, says the Chavetz Chaim, you can learn from there to other cases as well, that it's not considered Lashon Hara to go and tell others so that he prevents damages. It's the same thing as the sheet of Toysvis. When it comes to Machor, there's no problem. It has to be the reason is because of the, what the Rashbam writes. So too by our topic. We can learn this also from the Chinuch. If his intention is to go ahead and uh, save somebody from having damages, he's allowed to go ahead and say it, and it's not a problem of Even though it's very clear that this is the halacha, a person has to be careful not to jump to use this heter. A person has to make sure they fulfill all the conditions laid out by the Chafetz Chaim. He's not careful. He could easily be nichshal in the Chafetz Chaim says the basic concept is that when there's te'eles, when it's beneficial, when there's help, there's this purpose in telling this over to the victim, there's so then there's no problem in saying it over like we saw a Rabbeinu Yoyna and then we saw in the Chavetz Chaim there's a Rashbam and there's a Chinuch. However, the Chavetz Chaim does say that there are multiple conditions necessary to be met before a person goes and uses and exercises this Heter. Let's continue on to the Chut Shani. The next Maramakim is the Chut Shani, which is a, a Sefer written from, uh, taken from the Shi'urim of 
of Yemnism uh, Kerelet Atal. And basically, this is Yasser Iyun, so I'm not going to go through all the words of it, but basically what the Chuchani says is that the Chavetz Chaim proved with many rights that a person is allowed to say and the Yisoyed Adover is it's not the Pshat that it's an override of Lashon Hara. It's not the Pshat, it's like one thing pushes away another thing. The Yisoyed Adover is is that the only time it's really Lashon Hara is when it's harmful, hurtful inf- uh, information. When it's for the purpose of Ta'ales, it's rather considered constructive information. Instead of calling it hurtful information, it's actually con- considered constructive information. However, at the, nonetheless, the Chudshani writes that even though it's a heter to say it, but the Maiso if not for the fact that it's constructive, it would be usher. And as such, says the Chutzani, that a person has to minimize, besides for meeting all the conditions laid out by the Chavetz Chaim, a person also has to make sure to minimize whatever he can, because anything extra is going to be considered Lashon Har. Now the next Maramakim is a Gemara. Gemara in Vavakama Perakameniach of Zayin Amad Beis, in which we see a concept that's a really a Choshen Mishpah concept, but to really understand Hilchas Lashon Hara to a large degree, the idea of Lashon Hara is that he's a mazik. Just like uh, a person that goes and takes a rock and smashes his, friend, his friend's window, so he's a mazik, he damaged. So do Lashon Hara to a large degree, uh, many cases of Lashon Hara, is that he's mazik, he's damaging. The difference between a, a person that throws a rack and somebody that says Lashon Hara is that uh, someone who throws a rack is doing it actively, with an action. Lashon Hara is verbally, he's doing it with, with just words. But many concepts of Lashon Hara really overlap. They're both mazik, they're both somebody that damages. So in the next uh, Gemara, the next Maramakim that we're going to see, is going to have halachas, rules, of when a person is allowed to be mazik for constructive purposes, and it's a halacha that carries over into Hilchas Lashon Har. So that's why we're going to take a look, because it will help us understand Hilchas Lashon Har. So the Gemara says, perhaps many are familiar with these words, the Gemara is talking about a concept of under certain conditions, a person is allowed to take the law into his own hands. It's called Ave Inishdina Lenafshi. Now there's a whole sugi in Gemara. That's what we're going to We're going to take a look at part of that sugi. That really there's a machloikas. If a person is allowed to be Ave Inishdina Lenafshi, if a person is not allowed to, let's take a look. Says the Gemara, Ave Inishdina Lenafshi, di itmar, we learned. Yav Yehuda Amr loy Ave Inishdina Lenafshi. According to Yav Yehuda, a person is not allowed to take the law into his own hands. Reb Nachman disagrees, and he says, A person could take the law into his own hands. Now, the Gemara says, The Gemara says they both agree, both Reb Yehuda and Reb Nachman agree that if, there's, uh, if he stands to lose money, if he can't wait to go to Bezden, if he's going to have a loss, if he waits to go to Bezden, then everybody agrees he's allowed to be of he's allowed to take the law into his own hands. When do they argue? If there's no loss, if he's able to wait, and the question is, he wants to do it on his own without going to Bezdin because 
he doesn't want to have to be toyveyach, he doesn't want to have that tircha of going to Bezna. Yehuda says, since he's not losing anything, so just go to Bezna, let him just go to Bezna. Nachman argues and he says, no, since he's doing according to what Allah says, since halachically he has a heter, he's not interested, he's not mechuyiv to be tayreyach, to go to Bezden, he's not mechuyiv to be matriach and go to Bezden, since uh, the Allah allows him to go ahead and ab inish Now let's take a look further at the Gemara. The Gemara then goes through a whole sugya trying to prove like one man Dharma or the other man Dharma. So we turn to the next Amr, which is Chavches Amr Alif, by the Toshimah. And the Gemara says, How do I know if, let's say, somebody is a Nyrtza, he's a Eved, a Nyrtza is a Eved, and after his term of six years ended, he told his master he wants to stay there for long term, which means he'll stay there until the Yoivo. So by a Nyrtza, so when it comes time for the Nirtza to end, that now the Nirtza is finished, the rabbi, the master, wants him to go home. The Evid is trying to stay longer. So the master is trying to chase him out. And the master went ahead and injured the Evid because he was trying to get him out. How did I know that the master is potent? He says, don't take money Lashuv to go back, but we darshan Don't take money. Don't take payment for somebody that lishov to somebody who was supposed to go back. In other words, so the gemara, the Braisa says that if the master injured the evid while he was trying to get the evid to go home, he's exempt. Seemingly, seemingly, the, that means that the master has a right to go hurt, to injure, to. Take the law into his own hand to get the Evid out, to get the Evid out of his house. So it seems to be, even though Lechayr, he could go to Bezden. So seemingly, the Allah is like the man of Amr, of the Inish Dinah he's allowed to take the law into his own hands. So the Gemara, no, it's not a Rai, what's it talking about? The Avdi Ganva. Territory is the Evid is a Ganiv. So Memeilo. He's taking the law into his own hands because it's a mock and Everyone agrees if it's a psaida, he's allowed to. What, what, what was going on until today? If he's a ganiv, then he was probably a ganiv beforehand too. And for the gemara, no, until now, he wouldn't steal because he was scared of his master because the master had a kayak over him. Now that, the, now that he's really free, in essence, he's really free, so now he's not scared of the master anymore, so now he's going to steal. So now there's a psaida, so that's why he, the master has a right to go ahead and injure him, because it's a mockim psaida. Yitzchok says it's a different case. It's talking about that the master gave him a shifcha kenanis. The master is trying to prevent the Eved from doing an Aveir. So according to this Pshat, it's not because of his own loss that he's chasing the Eved out and even injuring the Eved to chase him out. It's for the purpose of saving the Eved from doing an Aveir. For that purpose, he's also allowed to injure the Eved to get him out. Toshima, the Gemara, we're skipping a few lines. We are the bar is. Toshima, the Katsuisa, is Kappa, 
The Pasuk says, cut off her hand. The, the Pasuk over there is talking about a man and another man were having a fight. And the wife of one of the men injured, uh, didn't injure actually. The wife of one of the men wanted to end the fight and, and, and punish the one fighting with her husband. So she did it embarrassing. She grabbed down to private parts of the other man. So the Pasuk says, cut off her hand. Chazal Darshan, moment. Chazal say, we don't really cut off her hand. We just uh, obligate her to pay money for the busha that she did. So obviously she wasn't allowed to do what she was doing. If it's true that to save another person or to save oneself, a person is allowed to take the law in his own hand and injure, so then what did the lady do wrong? It must be that a person does not have a right to be of inishtino lenafshe. So the Gemara and so the Gemara said, isn't it talking about she had no other way of dealing with it? So she was of inishtino and still the Torah says it's a problem. She had another way how to deal with it, and that's why she's at fault. You're telling me that if she had no other option, she'll be potter. If that's the case, how the Tani say for the Sefer, the end of the Braisa says, the end of the Sefer, the Braisa says, that if the Bezdin did it, then the Bezdin is Pater. So, why do we have to um, contrast a lady doing it to when Bezdin does it, make the contrast if a, if a lady did it because she had no other choice, to a lady that did it, that she where she had another choice to a case when she didn't have another choice. That's really what the Braisa means. When do we say this halach if she has another option? Then she's chayiv to pay. That's exactly what it's saying. If she has another option, so then... She uh, she had no other option, so then she's part of because then she's like a shliach business. So you see in the Gemara that the concept of Amenishdin and Afshe would be even for the purpose of another person or saving a person from doing an Aveira. There also, you would say, the same ideas of Amenishdin and Afshe, just like a person could save somebody from injuring themselves, they could t- take the law on their own hand to save somebody else from injuring them. It's, if it's a Makim Sayyidah, so too they can stop somebody from doing an Aveira, or they can stop somebody from injuring another person. So let's take a look at the next Mara Makim, the Rush. The Rush really speaks this out. The Rush says, Ruvain sees that Shimon is hitting Levi. And he has no way of saving Levi. He has no way of saving Levi unless he hits Shimon. Even though, even though it's not talking about the Shimon is killing Levi, he's just injuring Levi. Ruvain is allowed to hit Shimon to stop Shimon from doing an Aveir. Like the Gemara said, Benirta, just like the Gemara talked about that Evid that was staying by, by the Master, Shanosa Shifcha Knanis, the Gemara said to die that he married a Shifcha Knanis. The Master is allowed to go ahead and injure him to separate him from an Aveir. So we see now the concept of of uh, and and uh, we'll see Bez Hashem in the next year how that plays out when it comes to Hilchas Lashon Hara.